0: everybody i'm emma barry this is soul bites our focus today is women deal makers our guest michelle edgar and i'm so glad to see you in person because in search which is one of the industries i'm in anyone this good on paper is usually too good to be true so i'm glad to see that you actually exist welcome to the podcast we cannot wait to hear the truth bombs and the insights and the experiences and the stories that you have for us today so thank you for being here thank you so much for having me of course. Now, Michelle, I'm going to lay it out so that our listeners here uh, know what you're all about. So, you have just taken the role of head of strategic partnerships at Live by Live Media. You are a deal maker in your role. Big background in music exec. You've worked with Epic and ICM partners as an agent. Uh, brand partnerships, licensing positions, Warner Brothers, all these brands we've heard of. And you founded Music Unites, a benefit concert series as well. You're also back at school. Goodness, how do you fit all this in? Getting your master's in law. And I understand you're focusing in on entertainment law at UCLA. And most importantly, we're going to talk and pause a lot on this today. You are back on the track training to be an all-star 100-meter runner. Can't wait to hear about that. And you're also a formidable torchbearer. With female initiatives. So, really supporting through your The XX project, which is an initiative designed to propel women forward. So, first of all, there aren't enough days uh, and hours in the day for you to do all that. So, congratulations on all of that. I'm going to throw some questions at you. Take us wherever you need to. I know that you're just an absolute inspiration. So I'm as exhausted as I am exhilarated by your life to date. (laughs) However, in the last 16 months, we've been in global turmoil, right? Everything has been turned upside down. You have also personally been in transformation, mental and physical. Tell us about the intersection that you're at right now and what you've been up to over pandemic it starts off with time because time is all we have. So
1: I really thought to myself, how do I want to spend that time? And sometimes, unfortunately, we have to have life circumstance, a hurdle, something that just stops. And unfortunately, I had experienced uh, the loss of my stepfather and that kind of catapulted my life. It was very difficult as he was um, a big inspiration to me. And he left me with words that really struck a chord and I knew it's something I had to deal with and understand. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes unfortunate that these are the moments that change our lives, but those words, will you move on with your life, um, changed me forever. I came back after, um, you know, being out east for a month and thought to myself, what am I doing with my time and what do those words mean? And am I living my happiest, most authentic, lively self? And I couldn't pick up my head. And I didn't know what to do. And there are a lot of options of what you can do. And someone asked me like, were you energetic? Like, what were you feeling? How do you begin? And I just started by, you know, thinking and feeling that. Was I happy? Was I healthy? Was I feeling the best I ever did? None of the above. And I said, I have to pick myself up. And just, I started walking. I started walking one step at a time. I started going outside and I dedicated that out, you know the time I would commute to work and from work I would dedicate that that would be my time to focus on myself and that began with just walking which turned into running which turned into this you know um, crazy sort of uh, athlete uh, discovering that I was an athlete when I was always the band camp music you know a uh, girl um and you know I, it really just started with time and then showing up for myself every day saying i got to change something i got to really look under the covers and see what's working in my life what doesn't work and i looked personally professionally and started shifting and making changes and i think if you do a little bit each day it becomes easier you start just you know it wasn't like i set out for a massive transformation you know within 3 months of just a little um, I lost 30 pounds and I got stronger. I felt each day got me closer to finding the truth and, you know, my purpose and passion in my calling here, which sometimes it takes to be 38 years old to have that moment, you know, because I think we shift and evolve.
0: Yeah. And we do. And, and, um, and you're just a baby, you're just getting started, I'm sure. And, you know, with the unfortunate passing of your stepdad, and then I guess you, you somehow found a track coach was able to instill in you more inspiring words and more greatness so tell us about perhaps your relationship and now what where you're taking that now because you've got big plans for that relationship well it it was exciting you know from
1: just running around westwood to then finding my you know way on the ucla track which really was me manifesting going to law school seeing what would i feel like when i get on that track would i feel Alive would I feel like an athlete or I was just dreaming and seeing how I felt. And I just something about that track and seeing other people during the pandemic, we would all have to, you know, climb over the fence to get there. And before it was all shut down, um, I came alive and I saw a coach out of the corner of my eye and him working, you know, uh, with all these different, you know, athletes. And I thought to myself, wow, how great would it be? I felt like I was stuck in my athletic ability just by running and, I watched, and I, you know, I was consistent. I showed up 6 a.m. every single day. So there's something that goes to show when you just show up, you don't know what doors open. And I always say, you know, Coach was an angel that my my stepfather sent because one day he stopped me and he said, "What are you training for?" And I, I said, "I don't know." Good answer. And he said, "Wrong answer. Life. <laughs> you want to start training." And that was a magical day. And that day um, my life transformed and I, um, he, he really showed me who I was as an athlete and I had no master plan of competing. He, a few weeks later, he said, let's, you know, compete. And I said, compete in what, I'm 38 years old. And he said, I think you should try sprinting. Let, let's, you're ready running every day. It's a good point. Okay, let's, as long as sprinting and competing is fun, let's do it. So a year ago in July, We found our first race and I really enjoyed it. I ran the 100 and 200 and then from there, we just kept, I've run out eight races. This will be my eighth um, in three weeks and uh, we're headed to the national championship. So it's amazing to, um, you know, I I like the challenge of working on a craft and seeing how far you can take it. Um, And I love the um, preparation, the process, the detail and just the, the power of, you know, all the technique and putting all the pieces together. And it was something I never knew or thought I would, you know, uh, fall in love with. And I just, I really enjoyed the community and inspired by the people I've met and excited to see how far we could take it. As I run for my uh, second All-American title, I got All-American in the 60 meters in February. So I'm trying to see, you know, how far I can go. And, you know, I have such a privilege to get to go to the master's in Iowa (laughs) and really see what it's like
0: out there. Look, that's incredible. And I guess in what what might be considered an individual sport, you also have built a reputation of dragging a whole lot of people with you. Now you haven't stopped there with your coach. You've actually got bigger dreams. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, well,
1: coaches, his his energy is magnetic and he always has such amazing wisdom to shed. And I think, you know, it's more than just training. Um, It really is a mindset and he likes to say it's not just the age, it's the stage. And you know, his wisdom has just um, ignited a movement of people wanting to live better lives. And together, we're, we're really excited to utilize this opportunity to launch the One Love Track and Field Club. We want to um, you know, get more people to really raise awareness for the importance of track and running. And also create a new experience, bringing people onto the track of all ages, you know, all communities, underserved to from UCLA to Beverly Hills to Compton, just welcome people who, you know, might not be looking to go to the Olympics, but you know, who just love the sport and just find how it can transform your life, and also provide um, athletes with the resources and tools to help get them to these types of races
0: and what they need to excel in their lives. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's really calling on a lot of the trends that are happening right now. Everyone's had to head, head outside, which is a great thing. We're now getting back to one with nature. This whole re-refinding our past and who we are through our body. Phil Knight, our friend at Nike, you're wearing Nike, all our friends, anyone with the body's an athlete, like participation over sitting on the sidelines and eating all the crap and living unhealthily and watching other people live their best lives. So and then just the whole the human uh the human rising up, but then also the female rising up. So I just see so many trends coming in. It's so now it's a very old art and there's always been great coaches out there, but they've just sort of on away and just dealt with the athletes and the specialists and I think it's really great and I you know salute you both for bringing awareness to this and let's jump on I was a heptathlete you're inspiring me to get back onto the track and I definitely need it with you so um yeah this is this is incredible so so thank you for sharing that story let's let's switch to another part of your uh, of your many facets uh the music side I guess so You have formed and developed many relationships, artists, labels, brands. um, And this is one of your superpowers, being able to bring people together. You've also built a reputation of doing it in a really innovative and creative way. And I'd love to hear a bit more about that in your deal making. What tips and takeaways do you have to share with people who are trying to create partnerships? We we deal with a lot of people in tech startups, fit tech, well tech, health tech startups, looking to engage with investors for the first time. And then also fitness, wellness and health tech firms looking to form brand business partnerships, because we're seeing all the industries start to come together. Entertainment, health, fitness. technology everyone's coming into the into the middle for this greater lifestyle so what are some of the tips and I guess from your past and your successful relationship building that you have for people regardless of what industry they're in well definitely know your space and be
1: strategic with your ask. Do your research, know who you're pitching, why you're pitching and your point of differentiation. So, you know, maybe also that person keeps getting pitched the same thing, know what they're really super passionate about, you know, figure it out whether it's on, you know, there's so much knowledge and resources and Intel right then and there that it's always good to, you know, see and read the news on that person or that company. So you know what you're dealing with and you know the right way to do something that I always like to say, you know, ask them what they need, ask them what they're building um, and show that you've done your homework because it's about positioning yourself um, because a lot of uh, these folks are really betting on the entrepreneur. And it's like someone asking me for a job. I wanna know that they really know what makes me tick or what that company, what makes them tick. So, you know, I mean, it's a really exciting time with what's happening in the fitness wellness space. I mean, look at Peloton and, what you know, the moves they're making, company culture, digital. I mean, all these huge companies, it's it's exciting to see the sort of convergence. Peloton even has, um, you know, venture arm now. So I think like, you know, there's there's the typical models of a lot of these business. And then there's Lemon, what they're doing now with Mir. I think there's tremendous opportunity. So um, just, you know, do your research, ask for help and uh, position yourself the right way and follow up really strong um, and show you've listened and you've done it, not just a, a plain thank you, um, but, you know, just show that that follow up. You've
0: listened and you, you want that, that, bad. You know, that's really cool. I and mean, then I'm just, uh, what, what are some of your proud relationship builds that, that you sort of look back and you think that was really cool, you know?
1: I think I'm really personal with my approach. So I like to really immerse myself. I think I got that from being a journalist because when someone said you're going to interview Beyonce or you have the opportunity to do this, and if you end up getting all this intel, it will end up being a cover story. So I was always very like into the details and tried to think, think if this person has had 20 articles, how can I spin it in different way? So I think I before I, I pitch myself to a company or a business leaders like going for a job or you know finding a, a, another spin to something. I I just really immerse myself into their business, their world. I read everything about them. I try and pull up everything I can um, and see if there's any points of interest or intersection and uh, common ground, which always makes it more personal. And I think that's what people really want to see. And especially if you're asking for their time, um, know what you're asking for and Um, you know, do things old school. I I always like uh, something a little more old school because it's everyone just thinks, you know, just asks and we need this, we need this. It's so fast paced. So slow down and think and be a little strategic with how you want to manage that relationship, how you want to build it over time. It's like watering a plant. So
0: you have to really be intentional with your ask and how to build that into something more. I love that. And there's that theme of time coming up again, which, you know, you you treasure as, as the most precious gift. And then, of course, just that personal, that good old fashioned, you know, what am I getting? So, and obviously, you're no stranger to hard work. So it's just like, yeah, and I love that. And I think people who come from legal background, from Juno background, they really do bring that level of detail and they see the world in the very connected way that it, that and it is. And getting
1: and giving, because so many people are just ask now. And so getting and giving, not forget to offering how to receive or how to you know serve and I think that's what sometimes miss miss it you
0: you can miss yeah it's fascinating that's one of our tenets with our businesses you know help first or uh, help first hunt second so really try to and you know we're happy to walk away you just want to be helpful like we're all here to serve the world and -hmm. if it doesn't work out fine but at least you gave it a good nudge you know rather than leaving your tools in the in the shed right um, so let's switch to the talent side. You've worked with some amazing artists from Sting, Black Eyed Peas, Wu tang Clan, Travis Scott. And with talent comes personality, right? So what tips have you got from a people's perspective? Because you would have worked with some special snowflakes in your time who I'm sure have a, you know, a good, healthy dose of ego, et cetera. How do you get things to run as they should so that both sides get what they need? Mm-hmm. Well, there's special snowflakes everywhere no matter what business you're <laughs> in <laughs> over time
1: um it's knowing how to manage those but there's you know in team there's no eyes so you really have to get your team motivated and know how to sell in an idea present it so that way everyone gets excited because these these are such complex you know ecosystems and you know internally when you're working at a company then externally managing you know, talent and all the other facets of their business. So really being dynamic and communicative um, and allowing people to embrace the idea and really understand why and be strategic, um, not just in the ideation, but the execution. So I think that, you know, if they know why and they also feel like they're part and it's not just one person leading the charge, Um, they're more prone to do it. And sometimes that takes explaining to talent why they need to do something or you think it would be helpful for their business. And, you know, you might think that they might think you're crazy and it just takes time to, you know, explain and see and educate. A lot of it's education um, uh, and about opportunity, especially with so many platforms developing. So things shifting so quickly, Um, we can see all our businesses have shifted during COVID. So just thinking about, those things and the best way to, um, you know, share it with the teams and get everyone in board. So I think, you know, understanding um, the goals, per- perspective and strategy
0: is essential. So it, it's a well-oiled, well-run machine. No, I get that. So you're really getting buy-in by people really seeing the relevance of the relationship, what they're going to get out of it. So, and it's really interesting because you do cross into education as well. It's another one of your great passions. But let's switch Mm -hmm. now to uh, women leadership, I guess. So we are beginning to see more and more women, um, not just in the tech sector, but kind of everywhere, sort of rising up to the top tables of everything, which is nice to see. What do you put that down to in your observations of the world?
1: I think it's just a wonderful time in business. I think as women um, have been empowered to really speak up, um, speak speak up about their worth, Um, it's super exciting to see amazing leaders now, you know, break the glass ceiling and and pave the way for many other women. And, um, you know, you take your tribe and your team with you. And you set a precedent, you know, I was very honored to work for Sylvia Roan, who's the chairwoman of Epic Records, who was one of the first of many, you know, it was really great to watch her leadership and, you know, see what she's done for so many other women. So I think being able to, you know, provide those opportunities for others um, to have more vulnerable uh, conversations and safe spaces to ask, you know, pay equity, um, you know, to fertility and, and, you know, different life serious life decisions where we've now been able a lot of companies have shifted their culture and have you know had to be more inviting about some topics that were never addressed you know that I think you know it's it's super crucial um and and company culture and the way business has shifted and what does it look like as we you know evolve in in these times and you know going back to work and you know, looking at all these things, which I think will only keep evolving as people are able to work from home and being able to offer these services and and think more outside the box to have healthier work environment, because the healthier you are, the more effective you are at your work. So um, I think, you know, it's a very exciting time in business. And I'm grateful for a lot of those brave women who set the precedent and who opened the doors for the next generation. And it's great to have, you know different types of women who um, you can look up to you can have a mentor who's older who's younger but to really learn from different types of industries I think sometimes the best ideas happen when you listen to different women for,
0: across business so um, I'm excited to see what the future holds. Yeah 100% and you're definitely contributing to that space where you can as well how important do you think it is for female role models for young women who are looking to identify a career path. I mean, you've had a very great career and will continue to do so. And to offer them those, oh, I could do that moments. You know, like, how do you see that? I think it's essential. I I mean, even still to this day, I think part of my success is
1: I'm always hungry to learn more. And there's nothing too high or too low that I won't do um, in order to gain that trust, to gain that respect, to show what I am capable of doing. And I think having that kind of, Um, work ethic and also being humble and um, really, you know, identifying positive and strong role models and knowing why you look up to them, knowing what it is in that business woman that, you know, you really admire and um, hoping to build that relationship and ask them for help down the road. That's how I've had many women. I mean, I met Sylvia when I was 25 years old, starting my Music Unites charities and, and. You know, many years later, I, I had the privilege to work for her. So you never know how and why. And I have another amazing uh, mentor and dear friend, Lavinia Erco, the co-founder of Equinox, and she's been really instrumental in um, my life, both both personally and professionally, and and helping me live a life of joy and what that really means and being authentic to my my true self um and really was uh, instrumental in, in in advising me to go to law school when i was going through some hard times and i'm forever grateful so you really need to surround yourself with a support system um that sometimes you might not see your potential but they fuel you and they hold you to your word and help you know get you there by you know helping give you that motivation and support because you can't do it alone. So I think it's really important that younger women um, find those folks that they can be inspired by and then know how to um, earn the trust and and, um, ask for help when they need it.
0: that's great beautifully answered and we do share a love for lavinia i also love her she helped me out very early in my equinox career as well so wonderful woman been following all her all her podcasts and, and the many ways that she continues to contribute as well so let's now talk about the specific way in which you're contributing you've built a community of women leaders at the xx project you challenge social change and you really champion female leaders in education. Could you tell us a little bit about that community that you're building and what your aspirations are for it?
1: I wanna provide uh, resources and tools to really help women personally and professionally. And what that means is I hope this is the place where you come and you find your business partners, you find a real support system to you know, um, go to when, on the highs and lows, celebrate the highs and when you need help, just know that you have a group of folks who can help you in accomplishing and manifesting your dreams so it, it, we've, we've helped a lot of women get jobs recently which has been really exciting to you know collaborations and partnerships meeting your business partners to personally just really real friendships that have evolved through XX and that's the best way that business happens when you you know really have a, a deep-rooted relationship and, and friend and ally and so I hope that that's what XX, you know, a lot of women know that that's a serious, you know, um, no nonsense, you know, business meeting of the minds where you come together. And I'm, I'm very particular about who I feature, the topics, I want them to be timely and relevant in culture and asking the right questions, whether it's tied to finances or wellness or, you know, we, we celebrated Women's History Month with this amazing event tied to women in sports. Um, so just, you know, really making sure we cover all topics, but we meet monthly, Uh, Sometimes we have lately, we've had more than two events a month, which has been really nice to shift our, our model to digital because it's allowed us to serve many more and uh, scale across the country. Um, So I just, I hope that people utilize this as a resource and, and I hope to hear many stories and I love hearing the success stories of one another, you know, just making it making it
0: happen. You know, I love that. And, uh, you know, we'll be here to support you in any way that we can. So as you step into your new role, um, what do you want to achieve at Live by Live? Like you're obviously you don't strike me as someone who's sitting fearful in the corner. You kind of take life head on. You've stepped into it. You have found your body and your athleticism again. You've sharpened your mind. You've got your mojo going. What would you like to achieve in that role uh, in the next couple of years?
1: I hope to just continue to innovate, uh, really bring creative partnerships to life across the, my my worlds that I'm passionate about: marketing, talent, venture, um, and you know have real wins across all those and, and businesses that you know we might not even be in just yet. So I'm, I'm grateful for you know, strong leaders who have given me a um, a real opportunity to grow as a leader and who see me as a partner and um, a company that is instrumental in the future of uh, media and digital. Um, I'm very impressed by the work they've done and and Livestream is here to stay. And, you know, there's a fabulous podcast business and many other things that are on the near horizon. So to be a partner in that kind of growth of a company and also to help um, my colleagues grow as well and to shed my experience and uh, knowledge with others so that that way they can, um, you know, be part of, you know, an amazing journey ahead. So I think it's all about company culture and I'm excited to see, my, my career continued to evolve. And, and really, um, as I you know go through my last year in law school, how that legal background comes into play, everyone's like, how are you going to use that law degree? So I can't wait. I have a few plans already, but I can't wait till I really put that, put the pen to paper on all that, because that's been a lot, a lot of hard work. It's probably one of the most challenging things I've um, had to really accomplish in my life, I would say. Harder than any job, anything I've done. I mean, this has been a real challenge to go back to school at the age and then also working full time on top of it. So um, I'm excited to see how um, I can apply that degree in, in my business
0: world. I have no doubt that you will. My favourite people to work, to work with are lawyers because they're so learned, they're so balanced, they come with both sets of, like it's such a skill set in itself whether or not you're ever applying the law and you, you are doing entertainment law, which a dear friend of mine who passed a couple of years ago and I miss him dearly and I got so much from him because you you do think so creatively because you're trying to create a new future and sort of based on that, do you foresee in the near future any really surprising uh departments coming together or segments coming together or i mean no doubt it's going to right like are you seeing any of that right now i mean i think everything is moving so quickly at these
1: different platforms i mean look at what clubhouse launched tick tock during these times so every day i was just um on an amazing uh meeting about a new platform called um fireside that mark cuban is behind so just really seeing what's happening um, and figuring out, you know, how to put these pieces together um, to create even more effective campaigns and things that can really infiltrate culture and really serve creators and and artists and our business. So that way, you know, more people can learn
0: and and get inspired and uh, feed their, feed their souls. That's great. Any um, any final tips for creators? Any final words of wisdom around how to get at it? Because you seem to be mm-hmm. in abundance of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I saw there was one question that you always had, which was what sets your soul on fire? And so it's a hybrid of that question and this one where I actually put down notes because I wanted to get it right. So I, I and I, I think it comes with embracing challenge, um, being a risk taker and knowing when to take those risks and my coach always says just climb up that ladder and don't look down and it's a matter of just keep going and achieving and um, being realistic too when you say okay this is not working I need to pivot or I need to ask where I pivot I don't even know how to so um, it's a balance with that risk and um you know trying something new if I never if I was too you know if my ego said, oh, you'll never run well, or you won't do this, I would have never found myself on the track. So try something totally new. And it might be something that can change your life, um, like the the blocks, (laughs) Um, learning how to utilize those at 38. Um, And then just, you know, being a leader and figuring out how you want to inspire and motivate others. And, you know, put your money where your mouth is and, and always be humble and uh, find amazing allies to build your tribe to excel in life. And time, time is all we got.
0: Yeah, thank you, and let's close that off there because it's uh, it's a beautiful close closure to that to that story, I guess. And um, thank you for sharing that. And I feel like this whole podcast has been how you've set yourself on fire. You are living proof. You're truly an inspiration to me, and I'm sure you will be to many listeners because. You're back on the track. You're back in school. And like I tell our kids, like, you will have many careers. There will be many things that you can go on to. So don't have fear. Just step into it. Give it a go. Like, keep going forward. So thank you for all of the things. Um, I feel like in terms of setting a soul on fire, you're some kind of goat. And I mean that in the very, very... (laughs) Uh, you know, humblest and most amazing of ways. Um, I'm incredibly uh, honored to be connected with you. We will get behind your events. And I know that you are involved in a bunch of charities and stuff like that. So we'll, we will be pushing this out. We'll be right behind you we will be your tailwind in those races that are coming up. Thank you so and I much. I have
1: one, one thing I just would love to share, um, GoFundMe yes, go track clubs. So I would love if you're inspired by this journey, if you know anyone who might be or might need some help or coaching as well along the way, um, would love you to watch the videos, hear your feedback and, and get behind us bringing one love track across the country. So I really hope to have others uh, really learn the power of this this work that
0: we're doing. So please, please reach out and support us. Wonderful. We have all the details down below here, including how to get in contact with us. Thank you so much for your time. You're a living legend, and I can't wait to see you on the track, hopefully at UCLA. That would be awesome. That'd be great. Can't wait. Awesome. Thank you.